Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. And welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This episode 124 for the week of December 1st, 2019. And I am here today with my co-host Katie. Katie, how's it going? Hello, good. Happy December. Oh, I know. I can't believe it's I December first. It is, it is, it's here too quickly, very mm-hmm. quickly. And yeah, we just got off um, the Thanksgiving weekend. So I don't even know if I mentioned it at all on our episodes last week, but uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. I know it was, uh, it was, it was last Thursday, but I mean, this was a, at least a great weekend for me to catch up with friends and family. Um, how was your weekend, Katie? Yeah, it was good. We actually did um, our family Thanksgiving yesterday. Um, Nick and I hosted at our house um, and had his family over, and it was everything a family Thanksgiving should be, only a couple minor uh, things happened. Our microwave caught on fire really quick, just for <laughs> a second. Uh, but, you know, it's all good. Apparently, the paper plates that I bought for dessert um, actually weren't paper all the way and oh. uh we tried to reheat something and it blew up but it's okay <laughs> it makes for a great first thanksgiving at the house story yeah you um, just have to have a few mishaps i mean it's exactly fine. but it was great and then we um went out to see the trans-siberian orchestra last night in concert which if anyone hasn't seen them you need to do it as soon as humanly possible it is the coolest concert i've ever been to it's just complete rock and roll everyone is just so into it um and then it's christmas themed so could not uh recommend their shows highly oh yeah i i when you told me about it we were texting last night and you were like oh i'm going to this i was i was actually really jealous because i have <laughs> I have such like fond memories of just like listening to their soundtrack as a kid. Like in my, like my parents would always play Christmas music. That would always be on. So, oh, I'm jealous. Yeah, but, yeah. I wish I could have done that. Hopefully, yeah. maybe in the future I'll do it. But you got it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is actually my only second year. We went for the first time last year, um, and then of course immediately bought tickets for this year. Of course, because <laughs> it's just it's so cool. It's so cool. There's a violinist, and I just love watching him because he's like, whoever knows that there's a rock and roll violinist? Like, he's just jumping around, and oh, God, it's so cool. Yeah. So I wonder, cool. the Space Mountain overlay for the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, I wonder, what if that's Trans-Siberian Orchestra? It sounded like them. That's yeah. what I assumed it was. Yeah, because it's pretty rock and roll. I'm not, I'm going to, I'll probably have to double check that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um Maybe I'll try to find that out while we're discussing some things later. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Super jealous you did that. Um, yeah, for me, it was just, uh, I don't even know what I did. We uh, had Thanksgiving. Some family came in. Pretty lazy. Um, I feel like I watched a lot of movies this past weekend. 
Um, nice. To me, there's just there's so many good movies out there. Watch The Irishman on the Netflix. Um, watch. Uh, oh, if you guys want to watch Knives Out, oof, that is a phenomenal movie. Knives Out, Ford vs Ferrari, great. Um, yeah, so I spent a lot of time uh, watching movies. So nice. That's yeah. all. I mean, it's it's a good weekend to do that. You know, it's Thanksgiving weekend. You're just supposed to relax and be lazy. So movies is where it's at. Yeah. Heck yes. So. But yeah, so yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Hopefully everyone had a great weekend. So uh, let's kind of dive into the news. Uh, it was pretty light this week with the holiday. There wasn't a lot. We probably, I think we only have like three or four things to talk about. Um, but some big things, which is good. So the biggest thing that's happening this week is the opening of the Rise of the Resistance um, attraction over at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. I cannot wait for this attraction. I know, me too. Yeah, it's, I mean, Disney keeps saying it's going to be something like we've never seen before. Like, they really keep hyping it up. I mean, this attraction's supposed to be like 15 minutes long. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts in this attraction. So it's, but it's, I can't wait. It's, yeah, it's opening this uh, this Thursday, December, uh, December 5th. Uh, I feel like that snuck up on me. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like people like have forgotten about it. It's just yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's been on like the back burner, and now it's like, oh, okay, here we go. So Disney's been like banking on this one opening because they've they've had low crowds. I mean, it's it seems busy at the the, the parks, um, but for Disney, the the crowds levels over at Galaxy's Edge have been a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, I think they're really banking on people waiting for this attraction to open to to go on their Disney trip. So we'll, we'll see how that works. But so if you're planning on going to the opening this week, there are some details to know, uh, at Hollywood studios on December 4th, uh, galaxy's edge will be closing to all guests at 4 PM. Um, because there is going to be a media event for the grand opening of the rise of the resistance attraction. Uh, and only of course, media will have access to that land. Um, and then the following day on December 5th, uh, Rise of the Resistance will officially open to the public. Uh, and then actually there's no extra magic hours. So like I, I think when Galaxy's Edge opened, the, I think they opened at like even – I think at like 4 a.m. that day. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Wasn't it like super early? It was early? crazy early, yeah, because yeah. they had their extra, extra magic hours. Yeah, but even – so that started at 6, but I think they – for the opening day, they let them in mm-hmm. at like 4, I believe. Yeah, I can't I can't exactly remember. Um, but there's – so there's no magic hours for this. So Disney's Hollywood Studios is opening at 8 a.m. that day and then closing at 10 p.m. So no special uh, – nothing special going on there, uh, just the regular opening day. But Katie, do you have like, I mean, we've seen openings for parks before, long lines, expect crowds, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Do you have any tips that you might like give out to someone for this or something like what's on that you, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about opening day? What's, what's your predictions and any tips? For you know, going? that's kind of tricky because it is weird that they're not doing anything special for it. Um, I think, I mean, my biggest tip is just be patient. Um, it's going to be nuts. And um, if you're going to be there just on vacation and this is your main thing that you want to look forward to, just be aware of the crowds. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see how it goes because I it's going to be weird. I wonder how Smuggler's Run will do side by side. Um, yeah, I really I really don't know. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I mean, it's going to be 
different from all of the other openings because it doesn't sound like they're doing anything special for it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think what I'm thinking is they're they're trying to maybe manage expectations for this because what I'm thinking is what I said before is like this is going to be a very complex attraction. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of moving parts where there's different scenes going on. Uh, there's like a bit of like walkthrough stuff, and then there's your trackless ride uh, part. Uh, and then I think you get on like a pod that's like moves or something like that. Like there's a lot going on. So like opening day, things will for sure break because like this is the first time where they're really stress testing this attraction with all of these people. Um, so there's just going to be super long lines. Um, I guess they don't want people to try to get to the parks like super early. Just, I don't know, to manage those expectations. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um but I, think, I mean, people are still going to be lining up at 4 a.m. Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, I think I think the ride will break down a few times throughout the day. You're going to have like, I don't know, five to six hour wait times for this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be it's going to be pretty massive. Um, so I'm I'm yeah I'm curious to see what happens. It's going to be busy, but uh, yeah, if you're just going on vacation this week, it'll be t- it'll be a little tough. Actually, funny thing is, my coworker he's going. Oh my gosh! On the fourth, um, but his his aunt is like a, a D twenty th- or not D twenty three member. Um, the club thirty three. Club thirty three, yeah. She's a club thirty three member, and she there she gets like part of the parks. You get like VIP tours. Mm. So they're he's they're going on one while they're there on like the sixth or seventh. So he's going to be able to go on this thing. Oh my um, gosh! How cool! Yeah, hey, not have to worry about the lines, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so it's going to be crazy opening day. Just kind of uh, just if you're going to go, be patient. But I think you, if you're going opening day, opening day you know what you're signing up mm-hmm. for. So, uh, But if you don't want to be there for part of the lines, uh, just, yeah, don't go. So Yeah, stay away. It's going to be nuts. Although I would say that the rest of the park is probably going to be wide open. <laughs> oh, yeah, the rest of the park, yeah. I th- actually, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. I'm just interested moving forward to see how, like, after opening day, opening week, whatever. Like, when I go in January, I'm super interested to see how Smugglers Run and Rise of the Resistance work together to see which one's going to be, like, the front runner, which one's going to be longer lines, um, and how they continue to run both without fast passes. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. I mean, we know that they're gonna open up fast pass eventually. I mean, because like they even have like this the stuff mm-hmm. at the the front of Smuggler's Run. I wish for... they wouldn't. Honestly, I really wish they wouldn't. I mean, I don't know if you saw any of the wait times this past week over the holidays, but Smuggler's Run was running maybe 60, 75 minutes. Even Tower of Terror was a three hour wait. Really? And it's one yes. Wow. It's like completely due to I mean Smuggler's Run might have been ninety minutes, but still Tower of Terror was three hours. Um yeah. and Smuggler's Run was half. I that. mean it's if, crazy. The thing is if they add a, the fast passes to both of the Star Wars attractions, they have to change their tiers up again. Mm-hmm. Um they, they absolutely have to. There's too many rides in that, that tier one. Like it's too difficult. Like they need to drop Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower and Terror to a yep. tier two. Um, and Swirling Saucers. Alien Swirling Saucers oh, yeah. should never be have been tier one. No, I completely agree. I mean, it was a new, it was a new attraction, but that, right. that needs a drop as well for that. Um, 
So we'll see. Uh, I, I see. wish they wouldn't do fast passes for it. I like not fast pass. Was, was coming from like the fast pass queen. <laughs> I like that they don't have fast passes because it makes the lines go so much faster. I know, but then it makes it so much better when you have a fast pass. I know, I know. So we're come on, we're pros. We're not. We, I know. We know we can do this. So. We can cheat the system. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. So uh, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance opening up uh, this week. At uh, Hollywood Studios. And uh, what is it? Oh, I don't even have the date in front of me for the Disneyland. I think it's like January 16th or something like that. Um, I can't remember, but it's opening up in January, mid, mid-January over there. So, But speaking of Star Wars, uh, this isn't park related, but I have to mention this. Uh, the Mandalorian. So the TV show out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Katie, I know you and I are both watching it. Yes. Um, so I have to bring this up just... I'm going to have to say this. Uh, spoilers for The Mandalorian. Um, now, the, pretty much the internet has been going over like insane for something that's been going on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure, like, I feel like everyone I talk to who doesn't watch the show knows what it is. Like, there's memes everywhere, what it is. Disney has made it official to, like, kind of talk about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, spoilers for The Mandalorian. Uh if you don't want to, um, if you don't want to know about it, I'll put a time code in the show notes that you can jump to um, because I don't know how long we'll be discussing this. So <laughs> uh, we won't spend too much time on it, but I want to discuss. Anyways, so spoiler free or spoilers starting now. Okay, so people have been wanting Baby Yoda merchandise uh, yes. since since he debuted a few weeks ago. Me, now completely. The, the the merchandise that Shop Disney dropped this past week was atrocious. Oh, it was so bad. It was to me even offensive of what it was. Yes. It was garbage. Um, so I a couple a couple thoughts on this. Um, now, first I want to applaud John Favreau for absolutely just keeping Baby Yoda a secret. Mm-hmm. Now him not even telling like Disney barely told their 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 people anything about baby Yoda, which is to me amazing. Like I, I just love that they were able to keep that secret and like not put it out in like merchandise or anything like that beforehand. That's great. But they probably should have told more people at Disney to prepare for the merchandise ahead Mm -hmm. of time. Uh, But I understand like with merchandise comes like leaks because that happens all the time with like merchandise ahead of time. Like there are leaks for the, for like movies and stuff like that. But, man, Disney really wasn't prepared for the uh, amount of uh, love for Baby Yoda and what people want uh, People want this merchandise of for him. So, yeah, Shop Disney dropped some merchandise this past week. And, yeah, it's terrible. Um, it's so bad. Like, yeah. it's all the exact same screenshot. It literally looks like a screenshot. Yeah, it was actually the it was concept art. Uh, John Favreau released a piece of concept art of Baby Yoda, and mm. it was great. I love the image on itself. Yeah, but yeah, put it on like a T-shirt or like it just looks so cheap. It looks really, mm-hmm. really cheap. Um, uh, but yeah, what 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 are your thoughts on it? Totally agree. I saw you posted in your story before I actually saw it, and I was like, "You got to be kidding!" And then I went on to Shop Disney and saw all of the atrocity and. Oh, it made me very sad because I want a little baby Yoda so bad. And now I'm just 
anti-Baby Yoda merchandise because it all looks so cheap and horrible. Yeah, I like, mean, we, we know it's going to probably come out soon. Disney just, <sighs> they weren't ready for it. They needed to release something for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, so because pretty much what it, what it is, it's like if you were to shop on like Tee Public or something and like you can customize what kind of shirt you want or like put it on like a mug or a cell phone case or like a tote bag. Um, it just seemed very like a very cheap way to go about it. Um, and it's, yep. uh, it's unfortunate, but yeah, Disney, uh, Disney was not prepared for the amount of love that he he's getting. So mm, crazy. Um, but yeah, so I just wanted to quickly mention that cause whew, man, that was, that's rough. So it is rough. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it made me very sad. <laughs> I know. So, all right. Well, well, that is uh, that is the end of the discussion for that. I just want to quickly mention that. So uh, I'll have the time code in there. So welcome back. If you jumped to this time code um, <laughs> in the show, we are done talking about the Mandalorian merchandise. So now on to the rest of the show, which isn't it's not too much. So uh, so actually we're going to be moving, moving over to uh, Disneyland. Actually, before I do that, let me mention two quick things um, that's happening over at Disneyland. Uh, uh, man, it's a rough morning. I can't even talk this way. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I went out with some friends last night. Um, little uh, feeling a uh, little headache this morning. But all right. So two things happening over at Walt Disney World. Uh, first, the 2019 Epcot International Festival of the Holidays started on the 29th. Uh, and that is going through December 30th. So we talked about that pretty in depth on our an episode not too long ago, a few episodes ago. Uh, you got the the kit, holiday kitchens over there, the the candlelight processional, all that stuff is starting, uh, and that is going on now through December thirtieth. Uh, and then Disney also announced uh, that from now and through January fifth, twenty twenty, Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar is turning into Jack Lindsay's Holiday Bar. Uh, and now Jack Lindsay's is the Indiana Jones themed bar over at Disney Springs at Walt Disney World. Uh, and they are, I love the decor over there. I mean, Katie, have you been to Jacques Lindsay's or no? I have not. I'm really bad at going to Disney oh. Springs. <laughs> so, nope, never checked it out. I think I might have walked past it, maybe walked into it, um, and then it was super crowded. And okay. so I left because it was like right when it opened. They have a but really no. big uh, porch um, or dock bar as well. Mm. So like there's the inside part. So like when I first went, I went, I've been there twice now. The first time I went, I thought you could only sit inside. Um, but then like when I went there the second time, our, my friends were already there waiting for us. So I walk, we walk in and we're looking inside. I'm like, wait, where are they? I didn't realize there's like a, a, like a big, uh, dock bar. So that's nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's a really big outdoor area there. Um, but yeah, so the, it's all dressed up for the holidays this year. Um, there's like a limited time menu with like foods and cocktails, uh, and they really dress it up. So, uh, that is going on over at Disney Springs. So if you want to check that out, that it's some new holiday, um, new holiday stuff that they announced, uh, just last week. So that is it for Walt Disney World. But now we are moving on over to the Disneyland Park. So they announced, uh, a some really cool after hour dark uh, after dark events uh, for the winter and spring of 2020. So, Katie, we're gonna go through these one by one. We'll probably like I guess we'll alternate talking about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so this first one, why don't you go through the first one? Because this one sounds pretty awesome. 
<laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. it is going to be an 80s night at Disneyland Park. Um, it's going to be on January 29th. You'll get to stroll down memory lane um, when, you know, this throwback is packed with totally tubular fun. Um, <laughs> you'll bring your leg warmers, shoulder pads, all your vintage looks for your 80s night. Um, you get to enjoy the flashback to Videopolis, I think is how I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, take over the Fantasyland Theater with a live DJ, music videos, and dancers um, just dancing away to the decade's hottest hits. Um, you'll have an awesome after dark fireworks to the max fireworks show with high energy music, entertainment, and more. You'll have, of course, throwback style encounters with your Disney friends of yesteryear, immersive photo opportunities, of course, with your nostalgic twist, decade inspired decor, food and beverage merchandise, as always. Um, and you can start this party, access Disneyland Park starting at 6 p.m. So, again, that is January 29th. You'll have your 80s nights after hours um over at disneyland park yeah i i was i was trying to see if i could like i was like i need to go to this so <laughs> i was looking up but it's in the middle of the week it's on a wednesday oh um, so i was like uh maybe not but yeah no this uh this sounds awesome uh ticket prices for this uh i just realized it wasn't in my notes for any of the ticket prices um, so I had to go to their website real quick to look it up. So ticket for this is uh, $109 per person. Um, so that is the price for that event. But yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, 80s night. They had 90s night last year. Yeah. Um, so they brought, uh, they did 80s this year. The video, the the concept art they had for the video, uh, opul- what is it? Video Tropolis? I Videopolis. I know. It's hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, I would definitely want to do that. Uh, this next one they also had last year um, was Sweethearts Night, and that is from on February 12th and 13th. I don't know why they didn't do it on Valentine's Day. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess maybe I guess they, they thought too many people would already be there or – Well, yeah. Maybe they just wanted to keep it open to the public for Valentine's Day night, I, I yeah. suppose. So yeah, that's cool. The February – so Sweethearts Night, the um, the 12th and 13th over at the Disneyland Park. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, so there will be love song themed dance parties throughout the park as well as a glitzy royal ball. Uh, you'll inc- have encounters with uh, like Disney couples such as like Cinderella and Prince Charming. You got Aladdin and Jasmine. Of course, you got Mickey and Minnie. There'll be romantic photo opportunities featuring uh, sweet scenes from like some of your I- iconic Disney films. There's going to be decor, food, beverages, and again, uh, that is going to be at the Disneyland Park, and you can get there starting at 6 p.m. So the ticket price for this one is also $109 per person. So, uh, But yeah, you can get there at uh, 6 p.m., and you'll be able to go uh, – well, the party's not till from 9 – uh, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. So that's when the party starts, but you can get in at 6 p.m. Um, did we say – when did we say the the 90, the 80s night started? Did we say 6 p.m.? Uh, it started – oh, Disney, you can access Disneyland Park starting at 6, but I didn't get oh, an yeah. actual party start time. Okay, it's 9 p.m. So 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Cool. to 1 a.m. over there, so – uh, all right, so what do we got? What's this next one we got going on? Next one is Pixar Night, and that is going to be at Disney California Adventure Park on March 5th. 
So you'll get to spend your night celebrating with the world's best love stories and characters from Pixar Animation Studios. So make sure you're wearing your Pixar best um, and check out their interactive dance parties, theme to your favorite Pixar stories like your retro cool Incredibles family and your scare-tastic gang from Monsters, Inc., which you know that's the one I would be mm. at. Um, you'll get to hang out with all of your crowd-pleasing Pixar pals like uh, Carl and Russell from Up, Joy and Sadness from Inside Out, and many more. Playful, fun photo opportunities, your whimsical decor, food and beverage, as always. And you'll actually get to access Disneyland, Disney California Adventure Park starting at 5 p.m. for Pixar Nights. So again, that's Pixar Nights, access Disney California Adventure at 5 p.m. And that is on March 5th. Yep. Yeah. So the party for that goes from 8 p.m. until midnight. Uh, and then the, that is also $109 per person. Nice. Yeah. So that one sounds really awesome. I think that one sounds like my favorite of all Yeah. Them. The Pixar night <laughs> one. Yeah. I would do that one. Yeah. These are so cool. These are. I know. Yeah. Disney, Disney's got to do like special little, or Disney World, I should say, should do like special themes like this. Um, all right. So that one sounds pretty cool. The last one for the special after dark events is villains night and that's pretty much yeah so disney world's had a lot of the villains night so they're bringing this over to the uh disney's california adventure park for one night on april 30th um so you'll get to meet a lot of your favorite disney villains uh there will be um uh, the the villains cabaret, which uh, features a cast of outlaws singing and dancing way through a riff raff loving review. Um, <laughs> there is a spellbinding DJ hosted dance party, along with uh, sing alongs. Uh, they'll be that'll be going out throughout the park. Uh, and then again, you'll get to encounter some um, famous Disney villains as well as their henchmen. So that's pretty cool. Uh, some cool photo opportunities to popular villain lairs and thrones. So that sounds pretty interesting. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Then of course there's yeah, food, decor, beverages and other merchandise. And for that you can get into the park uh, starting at 6 p.m. So I need to get the times real quick because I don't have it in the notes. Uh, so that goes from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, and that is also $109 per person. Uh, so, yeah, so those are the four different events that's going on over at the Disneyland Park. Uh, and so the tickets are going on sale this week. So December 3rd, if you are a Disneyland Resort annual pass holder, tickets go on sale for you then on uh, December 3rd. And then tickets go on sale for the general public at uh, December 4th uh, for uh, yeah all those other folks. So, uh, But yeah, these sounds really fun. So Katie, I think I know which one you would go to, <laughs> but which uh, what would you choose? Let's see. Uh, to rank them, I would do Pixar Night first, probably, oh, probably 80s Night, and then Villains Night, and then Sweethearts Night. Yeah, you, that's, actually, no, I would do, yeah, I would do 80s Night first, Pixar mm. Night, Villains Night, and then uh, actually, no, maybe I'll do Villains Night second. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? 80s Villains, Pixar, Sweethearts. So, there you go. Aw, yeah. poor Sweethearts. Yeah. Oh, well. It just seems pretty classic. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem too crazy like the other ones. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. But, yeah, so those are fun. So those are those are coming up soon within, uh, yeah, this next year or so. 
Uh, and then the last uh, kind of big news story we got going on this week, um, there are some big changes coming over to Snow White's Scary's, Scary Adventures over at the Disneyland Park. Now, <laughs> excuse me, uh, Project Stardust is still going on over at the Disneyland Park where there's a lot of renovations going on. I talked about last week that the entrance to Tomorrowland is getting revamped mm -hmm. uh, over there. So there's a lot going on. So they announced that uh, Inside and Out um, Star Snow White Scary Adventures is getting a uh, it's being reimagined, telling the classic tale of Snow White. Um, so they're going to be putting in uh, new visual technology, state of the art audio, uh, new music, LED black lighting, laser projections, and a brand new animation system. Uh, then they're also doing stuff to the exterior with a, a brand uh, brand new details. Uh, to help complement uh, the new Sleeping Beauty castle that's nearby. Well, I shouldn't say new. It was refurbished last or this past year or so. Uh, but yeah, this is actually... is I didn't realize, but Snow White Scary Adventures was an opening day attraction back in 1955. Um, and next year, it's going to be celebrating 65 years. Uh, so the, the one that we see today isn't... Um, isn't the original because in 1983 there was a fantasy there was a new version of Fantasyland, so they did have like a brand new version of Fantasyland back or of Snow White Scary Adventures in 1983. Um, so yeah, so that that's something big that's going on, uh, and you can enjoy this version of Snow White Scary Adventures until January 6th of 2020. Uh, so very exciting over there. So Katie, did you book your trip to Disneyland yet? What are you doing? I'm working on it, man. I, <laughs> it's tricky. I really want to. I definitely won't be able to go next year like I planned, just because there's so many other things I that know. popped up. But I have another trip to uh, Disney World planned already now, not <laughs> counting January. Oh. Uh, I know. One of my uh, friends is getting married, and she's one of my friends from Disney, and so of course her bachelor party will be at Disney World. Oh, sweet. Um, so yeah, so I'll be doing another trip down to Disney World. Um, and then I'm not allowed to renew my annual pass for Disney World because there's so many other things I need to do. I need to, I need to restrain myself. It's really sad. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, maybe next year, like 2021. But oh, man, yeah. it's, I just want to go. <laughs> it's just so hard to get out there. I mean, I know. we know we want to plan a vacation out west at some point. So. But I think Nick's thinking more Colorado, Montana kind of west. But I'm like, uh, why gotcha. don't we just go all the way to California? It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully yeah. soon, man. I'm dying to get there. It's just, especially hearing about all the news and all the fun party nights and everything. Like, uh, it makes me so sad that I haven't been there. And what kind of a Disney fan am I if I've never been to the original? <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Well, <laughs> I, there's a lot of refurbishments going on in, in yeah. Disneyland with Project Stardust. So I think you're better off waiting uh, a bit. Probably. Anyway, so. Thanks for making me feel better. Yeah, I will yeah. say I've been, <laughs> I've been watching the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, And that is just putting me in like full obsession with the oh, history yeah. and everything. Um, so. Yeah. It's it's my desire to get there is getting even stronger and I did not know that that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no the, the yeah the uh, Imagineering story is great. I'm probably gonna go watch it uh, after we record. So nice. Yeah, we have one more episode to catch up on. Same. Yeah, I still haven't done uh, episode four yet. So. Mm -hmm. But uh, all right, well that's gonna wrap it up for this week. There again, there wasn't a lot going on with the holidays happening, uh, but those are all the major news stories that's going on. So. 
Um, all right, so let's get out of here. Katie, where can we find you? You guys can come hang out with me over on Instagram. I'm at Magically Mootsy. Send me an email. You can always shoot me an email at Katie at XSPressPodcast.com. Excellent. So, yeah, that is it for today's episode. If you're not subscribing to the podcast, please do so on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much however you listen to podcasts. Uh, and if you can, please leave a review. It actually really does help out the show. Uh, if So if you can do that, that would be awesome. Uh, and then make sure you're checking out all of our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. You can follow me on social media at excesspresspodcast on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and uh, if you need want to shoot me an email, you can do that at uh, matt at excesspresspodcast.com. If you have any questions at all, that'd be awesome. You can send those in. We'll be sure to answer them on future episodes. Um, and again, I'm still looking for cast members to interview on the show. So you, if you know anyone or if you are listening here for the first time and would like to be on a future episode, hey, let me know. I'd love to get you on. Uh, but that's it. So thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt and Katie from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. <laughs>